Hey, this is Dean Carnassus, the Ultra Marathon Man, and you are listening to the November Project Fitcast. Yes, you are listening to the November Project Fitcast, and it is a fabulous week. This is Fonz here with KSALC. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's a little windy here in the shy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not in Chicago. Did you know that? Wait, what? Where are you? I left. It's too cold up there, so I moved south. Wait, so you wait? You just moved? <laughs> Why not? It's good. I, I'm, you know, you know the whole weatherproof thing. Tell me about this. <laughs> Sorry, partner. I'm in ATX, Austin, oh, Texas. That's why you didn't answer your door when I was there earlier today. Yeah, someone else may have answered because it's already rented. I've got a place rented. It's already rented out. So, uh, oh gosh, I actually did not know that. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. So, <laughs> uh, but yes, I am down in Austin, Texas, recording here via Skype for all of our listeners. Usually, you've been uh, very, very lucky to get us all in the same room. But uh, today, it's uh, we're, we're doing a Skype interview, and hopefully, this will work out. I'm sure it will. So let me tell you a little about Austin. Yeah, tell us about Austin. First of all, how's the weather down there? Beautiful. Today, the high was supposed to be 80. Everybody was kind of upset about that. Wait, uh, upset because it was too cold? No, that was too warm. They don't oh, like it warm it down too here. warm. So I think people were pleased that it only got up to about 78 because the sun didn't come out as much as they thought. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> so... But uh, but I had a good workout this morning. We'll talk a little bit about Project Austin in a little bit. Ooh, um, awesome. But it is great. And I will tell you this. For those of you who follow me on Facebook, you'll have seen this. This is the triathlon mecca down here. Um, so there's swimming, there's biking, and there's running? Hills. There's hills. There's Whoa. amazing bike trails. They have an awesome bike bike path. Yeah, it's similar to it's a similar in quality to Chicago. It's a little shorter. I would say the Chicago Lakefront Pass is a little better than Austin's, but uh, uh, ours doesn't freeze. Ours were more so ready, huh? So <laughs> that's it. But let me tell you about the swimming down here. There's two primary swimming areas. You've got the Barton Springs pools, which have been closed since we got down here because of flooding, um, and then the Deep Eddy. Have you ever heard of Deep Eddie? Um, isn't it a brand of vodka? It is a brand of vodka. That. And I, <laughs> I did confirm today that the Deep Eddie vodka is actually from Austin, Texas. So Awesome. Uh, but the Deep Eddie is actually, and you can imagine this, there's a lot of weird things about this that a lot of swimmers don't appreciate, don't understand. But here's how it works. It's a 25-meter pool. Everybody gets that. Okay. It's, guess how many lanes it is? Um, four. Longer. More. What kind of question is that? More. Eight. More. Twelve. Too many. It's actually nine lanes. That is a great number of lanes. <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a perfect square of three. But here's the great part about this nine-lane pool, and they're super wide lanes. They're probably eight-foot lanes. Um, the end ones are even longer. But So it's a fresh, spring-fed swimming pool. With, wow. with targets and lane lines. And they fill it up every morning with the fresh spring water. And then you swim in there. There's no chemicals or anything. No chlorine in that pool. No, no, because you don't have to worry about cooties and such. Because at the end of the night, they just let it run out and then refill it with fresh spring water the next day. 
Wow. So all that BO and hair gel is gone. Oh, and the God. next day it's like drinkable water. It is drinkable water or swimmable yeah, that's water. Incredible. You it, cannot drink like Michigan water. Folks uh, no, you'll end up in the hospital on that. So I got my first swim in the deep, Eddie. I haven't been in Barton Springs pools, although for those of you people in Austin listening to us, I'm looking forward to it. And that's very similar, um, but it's not emptied and refilled every day, but they do clean it once a week to wipe off the algae and stuff. Uh, but it is fresh spring water, and it's about 300 meters long. So wow. <laughs> amazing triathlon experience. It's incredible. So, That's like open water swim right there. Yeah, no, it is. It's an open water swim, but with walls. <laughs> and no... When can, I, when can I book my plane ticket, Fonz? Come on down anytime you want. Whether or not your busy, busy boyfriend can... Uh, can make it or not, I think you should come down. All right. I so, and yeah, and uh, yeah, but I already put it on Facebook, but uh, yeah, any, any of those Chicago tribe members or other tribe members that I've seen in the past, hey, come on down, give me a holler. So, yeah. so that's what Austin's all about. It's, it's a pretty incredible, it's pretty, pretty, pretty incredible place for, uh, for versus triathlon, if nothing else. So what's new with you? Um, let's see what is new with me. Well, we, we had the 13 by one relay. We yes. were talking about that yes, during the last episode and how we thought that other tribes should try to do something like that. We're 13 people. Yeah. Run a mile around a track. It's a half, it's essentially a half marathon relay. Um, yeah. and that was fun. It, it didn't start out very fun. It was unlike Austin. We had very shitty weather. Ah, uh, Yes. <laughs> It was probably 40 degrees and raining for the entire time. Yes. The very last lap, it stopped raining. It was a miracle. It was like, <laughs> was looking down upon us. But <laughs> It was a lot of fun. I mean, that was my last I event know, in Chicago. Yeah, well, well, you are our all-powerful third lap. Yes, yes. And, uh, and I, was, I was happy to be a contributing member yeah. uh, of the team. And, uh, you know, the weather was not great. And I will always remember that day as, uh, my last day in Chicago before I moved yeah, out. Yeah, it was. The very next day. And you know what? Like the weather did, it was pretty bad. I mean, it was cold and wet. It was and, terrible. Don't, don't and, even try to downplay it. It was really bad. No, it was bad. I mean, but you know, as far as the race goes, it didn't affect that much, but you know, the social aspect, there were some people who are like, I'm cold, I'm leaving, or they were huddling around. So it was a little yeah. less social because of that. I know. But the ending was pretty sweet, wasn't it? Uh, what happened there? Are we going to get to that so, before? <laughs> I believe that there was, well, first of all, we competed against another Chicago running team. There were two running groups, November Project and Road, Rogue Runners yep. in Chicago. We each had two teams, an A team and a B team. So there were really four teams all competing. So it was a pretty crowded track. It was a lot of fun. I guess one okay. of the, the one of the opponents was not as weatherproof as these two, huh? Apparently, apparently not. They just didn't show up. Yeah, three run two was supposed to show up, and they just weren't. I don't, I don't even know what happened with that. Do we get to invite him back? Do, do they get... know where he were? <laughs> so two questions: one, do we invite him back next year? And two, do they get their race entry fees back if they didn't didn't show what up? Entry fee? There were no entry fees. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, that's fair. Fees. <laughs> we'll invite him back because I don't know. It was just really bad weather. It was bad. I guess it's kind of excusable. But anyhow, so uh, so how'd the race go? Let's talk about the race. Well, the race went really great. Apparently, the team captain of the Rogue Runners, who is actually our interview guest today. Oh yeah. She was, she was pretty confident in her team's abilities, 
And I've met the Rogue Runners. They're a really nice group. They're a really fast group. And I, I was just keeping my mouth shut because I'm like, you know what? They, they're talented. Like, they've got the legs to back up the mouth. But um, apparently they didn't because the <laughs> very last lap, yeah. the very last lap of the last mile. Lap 52. Lap 52. November Project's runner, like, had some of Michael's secret stuff or something. I, did, did everybody get that Space Jam reference? That was a really bad Space Jam reference. But <laughs> he, like... He, he he was just on fire, and he just passed up the Roadrunners guy, and it was it was unreal. Like nobody, everybody who was watching could not believe it because we were probably like a hundred meters behind. We were like a quarter of a lap behind when he got the baton. Yeah, and we were praying for a miracle, and it totally fucking happened. Go Brendan. Yeah, Brendan. Brendan gets a nod on that. We were, I would say, from from my perspective. And part of it was my fault because I don't think I kept up with everybody as much as everyone else. But it, it was I, a team effort. It was a team win. Our uh, our largest deficit, I would say, from my scouting, was about between two thirds and three quarters of a lap behind. Would be my. I would agree with that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the last four runners just kicked it up. Now, the Rogue Runners are a talented group. Now they they're 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 speedy. They're also, I would say, relative to November Project, they're probably a lot more distance runners. So if we were to try to do a, yeah, a Ragnar right. or a 200-mile relay or something like that, oh, nice. uh, I don't think we could do too well against the Rogue Runners. Yeah, they've all got, like, Boston Marathon shirts and yeah. how we'd do against that. So, if you had to do burpees every lap, I think we'd win. <laughs> yes, or hoisties. <laughs> They'd be like, what the fuck is a hoistie? <laughs> yeah, you don't know what it is, you lose! We win again! No. <laughs> well, officially nine and nine and a half minutes into the podcast, we are uh, we are explicit now. Oh, wow, that's our record of the longest it took to throw an F-bomb I think I think we're slipping. You're really slacking. It was eight minutes last time, Fonz. We're slipping. <laughs> um, but let me just say my favorite part about the race, yeah. it wasn't the rain. It, um, well, it was probably Brendan kicking ass. But really, the trophy was the best fucking part of this race. <laughs> the trophy, I don't even know how to describe this. I'm looking at it right now. It's like a Ronald McDonald plastic shoe <laughs> <laughs> that says 13 by 1 champs on it. Of course. It has the Chicago flag. Then inside the the shoe part is a red solo cup, <laughs> obviously a handmade trophy. And then on top, like somebody took off like the the head of a trophy from like a legit trophy and just super glued it. On. Just put it on there. It's like the most ghetto ass shit, and I love it. And it's in my apartment, and I'm so proud of it. Now, do we get to do we November Project people get to keep the trophy, or is that do we have to give that back, or is it is it going to like put our name on it for the inaugural one and then uh, engrave the names of the winners every year? Engrave? No, you got to use a sharpie marker on this. There's no engraving plastic. Okay, fair enough. You know, what? I I think it's going to be an annual thing. They kept calling it the first annual, so yep. I think we're going to have to pass it on when we're done. All right, fair enough. Very cool. So I'm told that uh, the captain of the Rogue Runners team is is in the studio with us. She is, Katie. Hi. Welcome, Katie. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. So that race, huh? <laughs> well, let me just introduce um, Katie a little bit. All right. I need to brag about her because she's one of my good friends. She kicks my ass in 
everything from a 5K to a marathon. This woman is a 323 marathoner. She did the Wisconsin Marathon last year. She qualified for Boston. We'll see you in Boston next year, April 2016. Oh, yeah, she'll be there. She, she already she's signed up. She's ready for Boston. Fantastic. Um, yeah, she, honestly, she kicks my ass every day. She especially kicks my ass when it comes to drinking wine. <laughs> she can out-drink me. She can out-run me. She can out-drink me. I have nothing on her. <laughs> apparently running miles. <laughs> so, yeah. Why don't you give your take on the 13 oh, by 1 relay? <laughs> yeah. So, actually, I had a really good time watching that race, and Brendan did kick ass, and so did Kevin, um, who ran the lap before Brendan. I think that he closed the gap quite a bit. Um, but I have to talk up the Roadrunners even still. I think that they did an amazing job, they and they're they an amazing group of athletes, and so every single one of them, the, at least the Team A, um, had either completed one or two marathons recently. Actually, oh my gosh. if you talk about Dallas and Matt, they have done, I think, six this year. So, um, Yeah, and, and Dallas just joined that, what's it called, psycho thing or whatever, where you do an ultra and a couple marathons in a month. Marathon That was Ella. Oh, that was Ella. The other team, though, right? Yeah. Uh, no, she she, oh, she was, was she was team A. Yeah, All we right. Had, we actually had several maniacs. Um, and then our anchor, uh, Dan, who um, Brendan just passed towards the end, the yeah. last lap. I mean, that takes nothing away from yeah, him, though. Was, like, um, it's honestly Brendan did crazy. Great. Um, so Dan had actually just finished a full Ironman two weeks prior to that. So I am so oh, that's high it? Then. Only, only oh, just, yeah. just I mean, a full Iron totally Man, I mean. Hey, two weeks, plenty of time to rest, no excuses. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, I that's incredible. I'm proud of them. I think that they, um, they, they did an amazing job. And even though we didn't win it, I think that they're a really strong group of athletes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty incredible race. And seeing the road grinders, I, you know, I know you guys are all super distance and Ironman, apparently. I didn't know the Ironman, but like, and I thought, yeah, you know what? We got some speedy people. We can, we can hang with them that, and they're distance runners, but I didn't think you guys would be crushing us the whole race. So uh, kudos yeah, to you guys. I was the very first runner, and I was about, I was a little less than 100 meters behind their first runner, and we never regained it until the last lap. So yeah. they are amazing, incredible runners. Katie, you're part of like eight running groups, like yeah. November Project Road Runners. <laughs> I know you run with Fleet Feet. You know, I just, and I, I like the community as a whole, and I found that they, I found like they've, they've since really overlapped, so I see the same people at all the same groups now, um, part of November Project. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm one of the eight admins of Roadrunner, so there's a ton of us that run that group, and so I feel like I see November Project people at Roadrunners, I've brought Roadrunner people to November Project. Oh, yeah. And then my other group that I train with is um, the Fleet Feet Racing Team. And so now I have some of them going to both. So I feel like I see all of my friends every day. And it's and then the Paws people, of course. Um, I'm a, yeah, you're a runner charity for runner for Team Paws. So I feel like I get to see all my friends every day. And they're all friends. And do you do Katie, do you do anything other than just run and work out all day? Or do you have other... She drinks wine. I already I said that. Wine. No. I do have a job. I do that... Um, Sometimes during the day. I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know that. <laughs> so wow, you're you're busy. That's awesome. You keep you keep all that community together. 
you you really do like you're really good at connecting communities and I I would consider myself a part of Rogue Runners too because I've been so many times and you've introduced me to so many people um actually our last guest was also a Rogue Runner so we've just got yeah, a bunch of place. them <laughs> yeah um but do you see anything unique about November Project? Like, is there one thing that makes November Project stand out from the rest yes. of the group? Yes. Um, November Project is very important to me. I think um, as an athlete, as, as it, I think that it's been huge as far as my, my past year. I think that it was um, a major game changer in my performance in all of my races. Um, oh. and, I mean, when it comes down to it, there's running groups and November Project is just setting you up to be an all-around strong athlete, and it just really gives you um, the benefit in a number of different, um, you know, racing uh, types of events. Like, I personally wasn't much of a strength trainer. I didn't really know how to do that or how to approach it, and November Project was kind of an easy enough way for me to introduce it into my um, workout schedule, and I wasn't intimidated by it. So I even went into that, and I said, I don't – I I've done like 10 burpees maybe in my life. And yeah, no. Now I, I do now all look the time. at you. 11 burpees. No, <laughs> just 11. <laughs> but you do do a lot of cross training. I know we just had a conversation last weekend about spin classes yeah, and lifting yeah. groups. And... Um, you know, I just found that I was getting, um, I've had quite a few injuries um, in the past, and I felt like I was just running, like I was just doing junk mileage. And I started to realize that, okay, I can't just put in all that mileage and expect my body not to um, kind of break down from that. So I started cross-training twice a week. I usually swim and do a spin class. And then I also add in um, two strength-type strength exercises outside of November Project, um, one being like a I try to do like something that's like a circuit, um, which that I'm just never very good at those classes, but I keep trying and I keep going back. And then I try to do something more low impact, like a sculpt yoga or a bar class. Um, and just, just something, you know, to build, build up my hips and build up all the important things that seem to have failed me in the past. So I feel like I've got a good system now. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did. You are having a tough year. I mean, you had a lot of. You, you did have some tough injuries this year, but yeah. based on your performance in the Chicago Marathon, they didn't seem to hinder you too much. So you're doing something right. Yeah. Well, and I had actually. So I had gotten that injury um, over the summer. I had actually um, strained my calf muscle, and so that actually wasn't from running. Um, I think that more had to do with a trip that I took to Brazil. <laughs> And I was too cheap to buy water bottles because, like, water's not free there. Oh, dehydration, dehydration, those muscles. I was drinking a lot of beer, and um, <laughs> the only um, the only thing that I could figure out how to say in um, Portuguese that, that was not meat was... Cerveja. So, which is like a fried cheese ball. And I <laughs> don't eat cheese, but... That's really the only thing that I could figure out how to say consistently. So I had a week of no fried cheese balls. Fried cheese balls, and then I, I came think home. I think that would do anybody in. And yeah. Then I, I came home after this like seventeen-hour flight. Um, we are, I mean, we'll be two different flights. I said, "Hey guys, you want to go to Waterfall Glen and do like a trail run? Like when I hadn't run all week and just drank and 
ate bad food Dude, and cheese balls. so you know then I, I strained my calf on that little run that lasted like a month and a half so that was that was that injury yikes well cheese balls aren't that bad yeah katie have, have you ever have you ever gone up to wisconsin caitlin <laughs> Yeah, you should. Yeah. Green Bay would definitely accept yeah. you. Know, they, they have a marathon in Green Bay, the Cheesehead Marathon. Yeah, yeah I think I, I did something <laughs> like that. I, I try to avoid the cheese now, but I mean, that was that was a particular uh, cheese binge that didn't do me very well. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> the Great Cheese Binge right. of 2015. Right. <laughs> I don't think everyone's ever said uh, that was a great cheese binge. That was just awesome. <laughs> Words me. never uttered. Ever. <laughs> I've never run faster in my life. Oh my god. Okay, so you're doing all this cross training. You mentioned swimming. And yes. you're an excellent runner and you're swimming. So is there I mean, of course Brian Brian Fons and I are gonna be trying to get you into the triathlon yeah. world. Is the triathlon so, in your future? Hashtag steelhead. I keep saying I'm gonna do it. Um and I, I think that now that I'm saying it here that I'm probably gonna have to sign up. I am super intimidated. Um, what, which around, one are you going to sign up for? Oh, I don't know. Possibly Steelhead. Oh, possibly Steelhead. Oh, the one I also signed right, up the for. The one that both Emro and, and Faisal are going to. Emily. And Emily, you're all yeah. going to kick my butt, but I'm going to try it out. Try it out. Yes. <laughs> so here's the thing. Is that Steelhead's a half Iron Man? Are you going to have any warm-ups before then? Or is that you're just going to dive right in? probably going to do Pleasant Prairie. Um, oh, yeah. That's a fun one, too. I've done that a few times. That's a cool yeah, That's a cool yeah. one. But Ella's kind of given me the spiel of my... Um, oh, yeah. She's a fan. ...tries. So I'll see how it goes. Um, I guess I have to go and sign up for that race tomorrow now, then. <laughs> now yeah, that, so... so. On the air. Now that I've actually said I'm going to do it. <laughs> see, there was, there was a method to this. Right. We wanted you to say it out loud so you'd commit. Yeah, Pleasant, Pleasant Prairie's got two, actually. They've got an all-women's one, I think, as well as just an open one. So uh, you can do them both. <laughs> Why not? And maybe, how about this? What do you think about uh, grabbing somebody for the Divi next year? That yeah. looked really fun. I, You know what? I think I, sure I, was. Should, I should give that a shot next year. Yeah, it was super fun. That's after Steelhead, so that'll be like you're just... Look, I'm a triathlete now, guys. Look at that. I do. I ride on the bike share bikes. <laughs> well, fantastic. Yeah. So I don't want to take away from your running career, but I know there is something else about you that is awesome. Yeah. Um, it's your your nutrition and your diet. And how would you? What would you call your nutrition and your diet? So while there is an occasional binge on cheese balls, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we prefaced it with that. <laughs> so I, I guess I fall into um, what we are all calling the vegan-ish category now. And, okay. Uh, so basically, Another vegan. Yeah. Well, ish. I mean, vegan-ish. Vegan. Check out, check out Facebook. <laughs> going vegan-ish. I know, I know the moderator of the Going Vegan-ish podcast oh, or blog. I know her she, too. Yeah. She, she just really... ran a fifty-miler. <laughs> she did. But anyhow, so you're veganish, Caitlin. Yeah. So um, about ten years ago, I um, stopped eating the, the meat and fish, and um, I've kind of gone through different phases where I'll either be like a, a junk food vegetarian or a strict vegan, and um, I've kind of come to a point in my life where the most sustainable lifestyle for me is to be sort of in this veganish category where. You know, all the groceries that I buy and the meals that I prepare for myself every Sunday, those are all vegan. 
Um, but on the weekends, if I go out once or twice and I want the vegetarian entree, I'll let myself have it. You and want the cheese balls? I you want do the it. cheese balls. I can have them sometimes. Um, but um, yeah, I, I've kind of made peace with letting it into my diet a little bit, um, just trying to you know balance it out. I guess like an eighty twenty with um, yeah. with vegan ish or veganism, and I guess I'd call myself a social vegetarian. Like people are okay. social drinkers, although I'm not too, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You so. can be whatever you want. <laughs> so have you, like, noticed that that has an impact on your athletic performance? Huge. Um, actually, this past year um, was a huge year for me, and a lot of um, performance goals that I didn't previously think that I could – have achieved. And so I really refocused on my diet and I really did, um, try to stick with mostly whole plant based foods. And, um, I just, I just saw a difference immediately. And, um, even though I had that one injury, aside from that, I I found my recovery is much better. It's much faster. And, um, I feel like, I don't know if that is, if it's November project or if it's just concentrating more on that again, but I have gotten a little faster. Um, and a, 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 a little. She's kind of fast, guys. Yeah, no kidding. It's a little bit fast. A little bit faster than <laughs> last year. Um, so yeah, I, I totally back the diet. Um, I I really I read uh, Scott Jurek's Eat and Run and Brandon Brazier's Thrive, and I think that they're a true testament to what type of what level of athlete you can be um, on that type of diet, and I think that it, it can do amazing things for you. All right. Yeah. Well, Fantastic. We also know another plant-based vegan runner who has spoken about her diet before, Kelly Rice. Yeah. Yep. Girlfriend. Yeah, and we know we're going to get her on for a for a nutrition podcast. Yeah. Soon. Oh, we have we to got, do one. Yeah, we got some plans for the next couple as uh, for our listeners, as you uh, you may know, but we do have some uh, plans coming up. But yeah, we're going to come back to nutrition for sure. We'll get Kelly on, and she can talk about going veganish. And uh, yeah. yeah, Katie, I think I think that's a great thing going veganish for for lots of different reasons. Um, you know, some people it's the compassion for animals, for others it's nutrition, for some people it's environment, all different kinds of re- reasons. And you don't have to be a hundred percent vegan, whatever that means, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's it's in a good direction like you're moving your life in the direction that you want to yeah you'd rather have a lot of people go 90 95 99 percent there than or 80 20 yeah exactly then then you know nobody do anything i learned my brother so my brother's a chemistry guy right and uh we were talking about you know what it means to be vegan and all that stuff and he's like well you can't really drink beer or wine if you're vegan and we're like, well, yeah. And Kelly jumps in. She's like, yeah, you know, there's some filtration using the bio. She's like, no, 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 no. She said, the glue, the adhesive for labels that attach oh my to, God, are you serious? to cold bottles is partially made from bone marrow or something like that. Oh, wow. Right? So it's like you got these true vegans who are like, oh, yeah. Blah, blah. And then, you know, you, you'll see. And it's it's kind of sad that you have these, quote, unquote, true vegans that attack everybody who has honey in their, 
you know, honey barbecue sauce for their rice. What if you left eating? Like, it can't even touch an animal. Like, if it was prepared by a person that owns a dog, you can't eat it. Like, seriously, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to bite my tongue because there's probably a lot of true vegans listening. Oh, we're going to get, we're going to get 50. You know what? For you true vegans out there, we challenge you. Go ahead and email us. Yeah, send us an email and tell us about that. Yeah, npfitcast at gmail.com. Whether or not you're vegan, veganish, vegetarian, or kind of go in that direction, shoot us an email and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll put it out to the community and everybody we can talk about it or uh, or at least respond and get give you some resources. Oh, show. And we have our, we have our you know, our specimen here, Katie, who's, who's veganish <laughs> and super, super fast. Hashtag fast as fuck. Specimen, really? That's the word that you chose, huh? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> I've had a few beers, you know, the words aren't, aren't rolling I, off. I know, I hear you, I hear you. Okay, so I have some fun questions for you. So I do know, along with being a huge wino, you are probably more a fan of imbibing on Le LaCroix. <laughs> you like the LaCroix. Yeah, yeah who drinks carbonation before you, you start working out or run? Katie does. <laughs> before you work out? He, he is referring to a certain day where I showed up to November Project with a, with a LaCroix that was open and was drinking it on the run. It was the on year, the run? It was the, it was the yearbook picture day, though, so we weren't, we weren't doing anything really that strenuous. But, um, yeah, I mean, I just it's, it's just hydrating, and it tastes good. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite flavor? Uh, cran raspberry. The cran raspberry. Okay. Wait, I have a I have a similar thing I'm drinking now, and tell me if it tastes at all like the cranberry ginger shandy that I'm drinking now. Have you ever had one of those? Cranberry ginger is that an Austin beer? What has Austin done to you? It is a Leinenkugels beer, so no. That's a Wisconsin beer. You're going back to your roots. Well, I was at the convenience store on the corner just before the Fitcast. I'm like, ooh, that looks good, cranberry ginger, and I know that. Katie likes the cran raspberry, blah, blah, blah. You didn't know that until I asked. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was a fortune, though. Good fortune. But anyhow, okay, so cran raspberry is your favorite. All right. Um, favorite brand of running shoe? Uh, you know what? I actually just switched. So I was running in Mizuno for a while, and um, I liked them, but I just um, needed a change. And so I'm actually running in the Adidas Boston Boost now. Oh, I, I wonder why. I wonder what prompted that change, Boston Qualifier. They are super bouncy, so I really, really, I like those now. I, I think I'll switch back and forth. I still really do like Mizuno, but um, I had a couple friends hooked on the Boston Boost, so I tried them out, and I've liked them so far. Pretty Boston good shoe. Boost. That would actually make a good nickname. Are you up for that as your nickname, oh, the Boston Boost? Well, I'm just one of many of the <laughs> talented MPers that... <laughs> <laughs> and have the opportunity to go next year. So now, do you switch shoes for different types of races? Because you're super speedy in short races, long races, middle races. Do you do trails at all? Um. So the only trails that I ever really have done is uh, training out in Waterfall Glen and then um, Hennepin with with. Um, oh, with the hundred mile. So I don't really switch up anymore. I used to, but. Um, I, I do have my pretty shoes, like the ones that I don't run in that if I'm doing like a, if I'm doing like a cycling class or like one of those like strength classes I'm not so good at and I want to just look good, I, I, I have shoes set aside for that, but like, I, I have shoes for show. 
Um, but I, I just pretty much run in the same ones all the time until they wear down and um, then switch them out. Oh, fantastic. Okay, well, that's good. That's good to know. We can we can do all our, our speed running and our distance running in the same shoes. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what would be like your dream race? So, Besides Boston, so we know you're Boston. doing that one you know, in April. I keep getting um, the rejection from New York. Every single year, my hopes are crushed, and I'm, I'm, I do not make that lottery. So I think I'm... Jeez, who do they <laughs> accept? Well, it, it's a it's one of the it's one of the hardest lotteries, and I think the statistic is one in ten. Um, wow! So I have not made it into that one, but I will find a way next year. That is my my next goal race. Um, maybe the charity route. Um, maybe my luck will work out for me this year, but that's that's my next bucket list race. Wow! Is marathon your favorite distance? Uh, marathon is my favorite distance. I've actually run more marathons than I have. 10Ks. I've only run oh one. Oh my 10K. god! <laughs> How many marathons have you done? Um, I have done. Uh, this was just my fifth marathon. Fifth. So this mm-hmm. past Chicago. Yeah. So you qualified for Boston on your fourth and fifth marathons. Yes. Wow, that is <laughs> impressive. Yes, very impressive. Very cool. So what about the 6K distance? You like the 6K distance? I like yeah, the 6K, 6K distance. I, I do like it. Um, <laughs> she, she won. She won I our tribe 6K. Yeah. I think it was like 9 or 10 below, and I saw Katie winning that one. Is that, is that right? Yeah. That, you know, that's kind of my weather. I actually don't I do not do well um, in warm races. I, I For some reason, I'm, I'm just a winter runner. Um, maybe I'm Hashtag weatherproof. Yeah. Yes, fantastic. Well, don't come down to visit here in July and August because it's. Eh, yeah. I, I'm told it can be a little iffy, but uh, that's that's the way it is here. So I have I actually have a few oh, questions. You've got questions, all right, uh, Mister Katie. You know, I know you got some more on the list here, and you can you can cut back into those. But uh, I'm a musical theater guy. I think I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I, uh, <laughs> I, I think we've sung some show tunes. Together. We have. We have. There's, there's been some singing in the past here, it, both on the podcast and in real life. Uh, Caitlin, have you ever been involved in any theater or singing at all? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I thought that was my calling growing up. I'm not yeah. sure if, looking back, if I was actually ever very good at it. <laughs> but so I would run it. Eventually, I think got the hint that maybe it wasn't my thing. But um, I'm t- I, you were the lead in a show, weren't you? Yes, I had I had a couple leads. Um, I think I know which one you're talking. About. <laughs> Tell us. Uh, so my journey to fitness came a little later in life, and I had some extra weight on me as a middle schooler. Um, and so I, I really wanted to lead in the play that, that year, which just so happened to be Oliver. Oliver, Oliver, never before has a boy wanted more. Oliver, Oliver, he won't ask for more when he knows what's in store. There's a dark <laughs> And so I got, I got the lead because, you know, frankly, no one else really wanted it. <laughs> because who'd want to be Oliver <laughs> first? <laughs> So I got up um, in my little Oliver costume in front of my entire school, and I mean, eighth, what was it, seventh, seventh, eighth grade, so I'm singing to another girl in my class a love song. When 
<laughs> a little bit overweight and I, I just I don't know how I was brave enough to even do that because looking back I'm like god that was social suicide <laughs> but yeah that was uh oh my god. was part of a, a different life I guess <laughs> I really want to see pictures of Caitlin as Oliver Twist it's just oh it just needs to happen we need to we need to search those down and, and put them on the Facebook page you should have put in the songs onto this podcast. Food, food, uh, food, glorious food. Wow, being overweight, singing food, <laughs> glorious food. Whoa, that could be that could be something tra traumatic. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't want to have her, right. you know, PTSD kick in. <laughs> <laughs> What other shows other than Oliver? Were you in something else you mentioned? Um, yeah, I was in uh, Les Mis, Guys and Dolls. Um, I'm trying to think back, it was a long time ago, and I was I was chorus for a lot of these. Uh, Les Mis, I was um, I would say I was Eponine. But oh, I so sad! Did you did you did you perform? <laughs> did you did you did everybody cry when you uh, when you were laid to rest, if, as they will? See, the thing, it really wasn't me. Um, I played the child version. <laughs> okay. So I didn't really get any of, like, the prime time there. But, um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was fun. But it it's, still mattered. It, it's still, I still have the name. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's fantastic. Well, I, you, you may not have perf led the career of Samantha Banks, but I'm sure you can uh, outrun her. Do you guys? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Well, thank you, Katie. Thank you for being on with us today. It was, it's always awesome to hang out with you, drink some wine with you, and talk about running. So. Yeah, thanks, you guys. <laughs> and sorry about the uh, second place there in the 13 oh, by 1. I, I'm proud of you guys. You guys did a great yeah, job. Yeah, if you want to borrow the trophy, you, you maybe, can. Maybe for the weekend. Well, you know what? Better yet, just kind of kick it up next year and just win it back. Then you get it for a whole year. Win it back. There right. you go. You guys got to do some speed training. Yeah, I think they might have to come to NP for that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Now that I live in Austin, am I going to case out? Since you were the captain, since you were the captain of the uh, NP team, am I going to be invited as a? Is, is it even in the rules? Can I can I compete on the NP Chicago team for thirteen oh, yeah. by one? We're going to invite you in as a cameo. All right, I'll do the point one. <laughs> You'll do the point one. We actually didn't do the point one. Katie, Katie and I decided we're like it's it too was pretty bad cold. Out. It's raining. We're not doing it. All right. Well, I'm going to throw up my beef here because, you know, I think of things in a big macro level. And it was a 13-mile race. And it was, it was, there's no question it was shitty. Now, adding the point one to preserve the integrity of the race would have been an addition of about maybe 15 seconds uh, to the entire day. Yeah. So I'm a little confused about the decision making, unless uh, at that point I think you know it was it was too it cold, was too cold, and for 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, really it was like, really that bad. You couldn't feel your feet by the end of it. Katie and I ran. We were the first, like some of the first runners, so 
we were we were done. You couldn't feel your feet because you had been drinking for the hour that after too. you finished. <laughs> <laughs> we were the first runners. So we were we were we were the first runners, so we were like, fuck it. We don't care about the end of this race. I remember you finishing and I'm like trying to time, like I'm the captain, so I'm trying to do like four things at once. And I'm like, someone needs to get Fonz a beer right now. Here's a beer. Give it to Fonz. Because I knew that's the only reason why you did it. Yes, and somebody did, and I appreciate that. Unfortunately, I already had one in my hand by the time you made it over you to did. me. So, so that's fantastic. Awesome. Well, well, again, uh, congratulations to NP for winning and the Rogue Runners for being in the lead for 51 of the laps and, and everything. It was, it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we still have to make that, that dramatic movie. Lap 52. Lap 52, we're going to call it. We, yeah. We've had extensive conversations about this movie. We have. Katie, so we'll let you, as long as you're on the podcast here, Katie, you, you understand your role on the Rogue Runners and as a part of that team. Do you have a preferred actress who you want to play you in Kristen and I's movie called Lap 52? Oh, man. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe Jackie Joyner Kersey? I don't know Ooh, who that maybe. is. Maybe. You know who that is? <laughs> oh, you weren't a track runner. <laughs> no. Yeah, she was an Olympian. So. Oh, so I decided who I want to be me. Who's that? Serena Williams. Serena Williams. Okay. Because she's fast and she's got the leadership and she's kind of a bitch. So. All right, we'll take it. I still got Ryan Reynolds. I mean, bitch in like the nicest way because that's an awesome trait. Did yeah. you hear the cell phone story this week? Yeah, I heard the <laughs> cell phone story where somebody stole Serena Williams' cell phone. And she ran in a restaurant, and she ran after the dude and got it back. Oh, that's the oh, wrong yes. person to try to try to steal. Oh, exactly. Phone. Why would you even do that? Like, but yeah, that's why I want her to play me when we do the the lap fifty two dramatic movie. <laughs> All right. Is it dramatic or is it a dramedy? Oh, yeah, we have. Well, because I I first said that I wanted Tina Fey to play me. And Fonz is like, no, you can't have Tina. Like, <laughs> this is a dramatic movie. Like, no. <laughs> So I, I changed it for you. All right, fair enough. And who well, would you have play you? Yeah, Caitlin, let's hear about it. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm just like picturing like Sandra Bullock in that one movie where she was really on the football one. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, what was it with the? I don't remember. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> the Blind Side. Oh yeah, that one. The Blind Side. That yeah. One. That's fair. Fox, who would you have? So we got Sandra Bullock and Serena Williams. <laughs> Any movie that I'm in, it's going to be Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is going to play me if Oh, it's because a, you guys look so much alike and yeah. your your bodies are so similar. Similar mannerisms is what I was told. Oh. But yeah. And, but either way, yes. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is my... He, in any movie. I don't know. Well, and that's the thing. He's very versatile. He could be a dramas. He can be funny. He can be... Was he Green Man or something or something? I don't know. Green Lantern? Green Yeah, that could have been it. I don't know. So, all right. Well, let's let's get working on this movie. I've uh, I've got some emails out to uh, some directors, Martin Scorsese and such. We'll see what, we'll see what we get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep me in the loop. Let me know. <laughs> cool. Well, what else? Uh, well, let's see. What do we have coming up? Um, I don't know. Are there any good turkey trots coming up? There's turkey trots everywhere. Everybody's got a turkey trot. Yeah, we have a 5K here in Austin that I will likely be doing. Not going to be traveling back for uh, for Thanksgiving, so we'll probably do that. We'll get uh, Kelly Kelly Rice involved in that as well. Kelly Rice running a 5K? I bet she hates that. <laughs> she does. She, I'm sure she does. 
So, yeah. That'll be fun. I know, Katie, you're doing the Schomburg. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, Dallas and I are doing the Schomburg half marathon turkey trot. And then I'm doing a little one on Thanksgiving that's not timed. It's the Edison Park turkey trot, but it's just down the street from where my parents live. And oh, nice. Hometown race. Yeah, it's, it's a great race. I might try to do either my hometown race. Orland Park has a, it's a 2.5 mile race, which is such a weird distance. Um, but then where my boyfriend just moved, they have one too. So I might do that one. I don't know. So a lot of stuff coming up. I want to hear about some of the cool turkey trots. If anybody, any November project people place in a turkey trot, email us and we'll commend you. So npfitcast at gmail.com. Yeah, actually our next episode is going to be before the turkey trots come along, aren't they? Oh my God, when is it? Yeah, it'll be just before would be my guess. We'll have to record before. We, we already have our speakers. We wow. are, we are, yeah, we already have our guests, uh, just as an introduction for, so well, still email us. Yeah. Email us at npfitcast at gmail.com for, uh, whatever you want. We're actually going to spend some time on the mailbag next, uh, next episode as well. So send us some emails. We have, uh, we have a few that we want to read and, uh, yeah. yeah, send us some more. All right. Awesome. Well, so you can go into the Project Austin workouts, right? When do they have their workouts? <laughs> Three workouts. Monday, yeah. Wednesday, Friday. Monday, Wednesday. So are you going to be at the Friday one then? You go to all three? I will be. So Friday is at the Federal Courthouse, for those of you in Austin listening to this. Federal Courthouse, 6 a.m. They're all at 6 a.m. So uh, right on the steps of the Federal Courthouse on Fridays. Wednesdays is the Capitol Steps. So on the south side of the Capitol, oh, Capitol steps. Cool. Yep. Um, and then uh, Monday is at the Lamar Bridge, pedestrian bridge. So if you're from Austin, you know what that is. It's uh, uh, it's a, it's a, it's an iconic place here. So uh, that's it. My actually first run with them, my first workout was Sunday. It was just sort of a pop up on Sunday. We had 15 people. We did a, a normal workout, and then it was called a booze brunch and run. So we did all three of those. Which is why I had a little too much of the booze part, which is why I missed the Monday workout. <laughs> oh. But, oh, well. So, uh, so yeah, that's uh, – we're going to have uh, our next episode. We will have the leaders of Project Austin. Yes. Offshoot of November Project. Yeah, we're going to explain about – to the community about the, the relationship between a pledge group and Project Austin and the rest of November Project. We'll talk about that, get those leaders on. They're awesome. They're hilarious. So uh, we'll get them on and talk about that. So that's that's what we got coming up uh, for the next recording. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So that's it, I guess, for today, right? Yeah, fuck yeah. It was great talking to you. I'm glad you're liking Austin. And Caitlin, thank you for being on. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, that's it. Uh, KSL, will I see you next Wednesday? Fuck no. Yeah, I know. Sad. I moved on. I'll take, I'll, take, I'll take blame for that. But... Uh, uh I'll, te- I'll text you next week after we're done with our workout. Fuck yeah? Fuck yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll Skype between now and the next recording. Thank you very much. All right. Bye. Bye.